the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, formerly Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Shout a better amen. Shout a better amen. Humbly take your seat in God's presence. It's, it's wonderful to be with you this morning. And we want to continue what we began last week. This is Excel service. It's a special service designed to empower you for you to experience supernatural success and also empower you for supernatural prosperity so you can be of great benefit for the kingdom of God. Somebody say an amen. amen. So if you are joining online, it's our privilege to welcome you and we encourage you to stay through to the end of the service. Your life will certainly not be the same again. Come with me to Joshua chapter 1 verse 1 to 8. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am given to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon, I have given, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. Verse 5, he said, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Only be strong and of good courage. For this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to your fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand nor to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Let's read verse 8 together. One go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate therein. You make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. You shall experience good success. Every failure, every setback is giving way to success. You will experience all-round success in the mighty name of Jesus. Alright, so we began on understanding good success. Last week, we began understanding good success. And in this service, we want to go on to look at part two. In part two, we are focusing on redefining success. Somebody say redefining success. Redefining success. Last week, we established the fact that there are two kinds of success. Success can be gotten from God or it can be gotten from the devil. And we said that success from the devil comes in two ways. It comes when man decides to set away God's power and begins to seek to achieve success by himself, by his own strength, by his own strategy. And then, of course, we also said that 
Success also comes when Satan also empowers a person to be able to achieve his dreams and goals. So there are two kinds of success. One is good success. The other is satanic or demonic success. And demonic success is seen or satanic success is seen on those two levels I just spoke to you about. But our concern is good success because that's what God promised us. He said you would have good success. You will have good success also. When we talk about good success, we're simply talking about success attained through God's word and God's ways. Somebody say God's word and God's ways. Good success is godly success and it's attained through God's word and God's ways. Through success or supernatural success or good success is attained when a person decides to engage actively the principles and the laws of the kingdom of God. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you. So God makes us successful people when we learn to follow him. Joshua was told this book of the law must not depart. When he took hold of the book and decided to operate the ways of God, the Bible said he experienced good success. You shall experience good success also. Last week, we talked about eight facts about good success. We said that there are eight distinguishing features about good success. Good success is attained by engaging biblical principles. Somebody say biblical principles. In conjunction with the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why we attain good success. We don't attain good success just by sheer knowledge from the flesh or academic knowledge. Good success comes when we embrace biblical principles through the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to accomplish great feats. Good success, we said number two, is comprehensive. Somebody say it's comprehensive. comprehensive. Say it's comprehensive. comprehensive. You know comprehensive insurance. Comprehensive insurance means comprehensive insurance. Good success is comprehensive. It covers the spirit, the soul, and the body. Every aspect of your life is covered. It covers your marriage. It covers your finances. It covers your body. It covers every area of your life. That is why I prophesy to you, you will experience good success. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number three, we say good success is progressive. Somebody says progressive. Good success is progressive because it's coming from God. It starts and it never ends. It continues to the very end. The Bible says, whatsoever the Lord doeth, the path of the just is like a shining light that shines more and more onto a perfect day. So good success, we said, is progressive. Number four, we said good success is powered by the blessing of the Lord. Somebody say inspired by the blessing of the Lord. Good success is powered by the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord make it rich. And wealth and riches is just a, a small component of good success. And I'm sure you heard me. I said it's a small component of good success. That is it. It's part of good success. It's powered by the blessing of the Lord. And then numbers five, we say good success is enduring. Somebody says enduring. enduring. Whatsoever the Lord doeth, it shall be for ever good success is enduring number five we said number six we said good success guarantees fulfillment solomon knew a lot about success he knew a lot about prosperity he knew a lot about achieving goals and dreams he knew a lot about becoming famous he knew a lot about power prestige wealth and position but solomon at the end of his life said vanity of vanity all is vanity for a man to speak like that at the end of his life can only tell you that this was a man who was not fulfilled. There, there were many explorations Solomon went through as a person. There's nobody who has been rich as Solomon. 
as far as the planet came into existence. And he says, with my experience, and if you want to even describe a man as success, in our natural eyes, Solomon must qualify for one of such people. But at the end of his life, what he said matters a lot. And if you are going to understand success, we have to understand it from his point of view because he experienced it all. Number seven, we said good success glorifies God and advances his kingdom. Good success glorifies God and that's what advances his kingdom. And then number eight, which is my favorite of all, good success positively impacts others. Somebody say it positively impacts others. God blesses you so you can be a blessing. In the blessing that is just for you, yourself, your wife, your children is not blessing. God blesses you so that the nations of the earth are blessed through you. So if people in your city, people in your environment, people at your workplace, your immediate family, your extended family, they are not getting blessed by you, then your blessing is yet to speak because the Bible says, in you, the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Am I communicating somebody here? Now, you, you see the magnitude, what God is thinking of you. He says, in you shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. And you can see Ghana blessed through you. You can see your village transformed through you. You can see your workplace transformed through you. It means that we need to come up. Somebody say, come up. I, I like it when the, the Holy Spirit spoke to John. He said, come up and I will show you what the things that shall follow thereafter. Come up. We need to come up to God's level because, you see, I'll come back to talk about this book so that we can have very fundamental keys as far as success is concerned. Because when it comes to success, the place of your mind cannot be discounted. If you cannot imagine yourself succeed, you can never be a success. The Bible said, behold, the people is one. And what they've imagined to do, God gave you the power of imagination. And he says, if you can imagine it, I will be able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all that you can ask or imagine. So good success is designed to be shared with others. Are you successful? How many people are benefiting from you? How many people can trace their success to you? How many people are empowered through you? How many lives? That's why the ultimate of success actually is leadership. Somebody say leadership. leadership. Say leadership. leadership. Yeah. The ultimate of success is leadership where you are able to raise other leaders. That is success. Never be selfish with success. Don't you never say never be selfish with success. Because it's not about you. Yeah, tell your neighbor, it's not about you. Yeah, when God gives you success, it's not about you. When he was giving Abraham blessing, he called him out and gave him a blessing. It was not about him. It was about a greater purpose. It was for a greater cause. This morning, we're looking at redefining success. It's important we understand success from God's perspective because we live in a world where people have a lot of warped perspective. People have wrong ways of looking at things. And because of the era we live in, the social media era, a lot of things are paraded about and they easily come across to us. We see and we look at them and in our natural perspective or in our human world, we describe those things as success. The Bible says in Proverbs 13 verse 15, it says a good understanding. Somebody say good understanding. Say good understanding. He says good understanding giveth favor, but the way of transgressors is hard good understanding when you have excellent understanding of a course you can easily pass it 
I'm not communicating somebody. You fail a course when you don't understand it well. And we can fail the course of success if we don't understand it well from God's perspective. If Solomon at the end of his life could say all is vanity, if we don't study and understand success well from God's perspective, we will pursue it, attain it, and then at the end, we will be crying just like Solomon. We'll come into agreement with him. Vanity upon vanity. All is vanity. I can imagine him saying that. Vanity upon vanity. All is vanity. Looking at his palace. Looking at his houses. Looking at his cars. Looking at his uh, 300 wives and 700 concubines. And then saying, vanity. All is vanity. Different shades, different complexion, different nations. All of these people, princes from every nation. These were not uh, yeah, yeah, women. These were very powerful women. It says, all of these are vanity. That looks like a mad person speaking. See a person stand, all is vanity. Vanity upon vanity, all is vanity. And there are people today whom you envy and you think they are very successful, but in their heart, they are crying, vanity upon vanity, all is vanity. I pray that that will not be the end of your story. You see, the end of everything matters a lot. The Bible said, better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. It's great we start well, but it's much more important we end well. Different people define success in different ways. Some define success in terms of power. Some define success in terms of position. Some define success in terms of possession. Some people define success by reason of prestige. Some people define success by who is more famous. McJordan and I, who is more famous? Akua Polo or whoever said, I, 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 I'm, I'm a celebrity, you know. Say, I'm trending. I didn't know her. Yeah, I didn't know her. You know, this is, um, I didn't know her at all. So I think when this uh, issue came up and she got herself into, the, uh, into conflict with the law and all of that, that's when I decided to read a few things about her and watch a few of her videos. And I've not watched a single one of her movies, though I'm not a, a fan of uh, uh, Gollywood. Is that Gollywood? They call it what? Gollywood. This is Kumawood, right? Hers is Kumawood. But together they call it Gollywood. Uh, whatever the wood is. I'm not, uh, I'm not there. I just happened to see a video, a short video of her being interviewed. I think she had won an award or something. And they were interviewing her. And she... she, she, she <laughs> I was like, wow. This is somebody who is actually craving for attention. And you see, when people get that kind of attention, fame... They think they are successful. But success is not about that. So we will just introduce it and try to understand what good success is not. So that, because already as you are sitting here, all of us, we have images of success on our minds. But you see, until the image of success on our mind conforms with God's plan and purpose for our lives, we've lost it. There is a way you see success. Is that the way God sees it? So my assignment in this teaching is to help you see success from God's perspective. Look at things from God's way. For success only is attained. Good success is attained through God's word and by God's ways. And the Bible says already that your ways are not my ways, neither are your thoughts like my thoughts. So until we align our thoughts to come in alignment with God's thoughts, we can't function in God's ways. And until we function in God's ways, we cannot experience good success. Now, before we talked about good success, what good success is not. What good success is not. Number one, good success is not just the attainment of desirable goals. Good success is not just the attainment of desirable goals. 
It's not just the attainment. Let's say it. Say good success. It's not just the attainment of desirable goals. Now, when you check the word success in dictionary, that is a fundamental thing you get. It says, success is the attainment of favorable goals. Success is defined in the dictionary as attaining your goals or your objectives in life. But when we talk about good success, good success is much more than that. There's a man in scripture, Luke chapter 12, verse 15 to 19. This is a very powerful scripture. Jesus said, take heed and beware of covetousness. For one's life, somebody say one's life, does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. Now, the King James says, a man's life. The King James, it says, a man's life consisted not in the abundance of things he possesses. So, he says, then, after saying this, he goes on to tell us something about this man. Look at that with me. Luke chapter 12, verse 16. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. Please skip to the New New, new uh, King James Version. He said, he spoke a parable saying, the ground of a certain rich man. Somebody said, the ground of a certain rich man. Yielded what? Plentifully. Maintain New King James for me. He yielded. Somebody say, he yielded. He yielded plentifully. And then he thought within himself saying, ah, this is very, very beautiful. What shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? All right? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there I will store all my crops and goods. And I will say to my soul, so you have many goods laid up for many years. Take note of those words. You have many goods. Somebody say many goods. Laid up for many years. Then he says, take ease, eat, drink, and be merry. This is like a man who is speaking like he's going on retirement. This is not any job retiring him. He himself has decided, listen, I think I've attained my life goals and dreams. It's time for me to retire. If you look at him, this was not, if success is about attaining your desirable goals, this man did not just attain them, he exceeded them. If you look at him, he exceeded them. He said, he yielded plentifully, so much, that he said, ah, what am I going to do with all these goods? You know, before I planted the crops, I was expecting, let's say, 1,000 tons of cocoa bats. But by the time I realized I have like 20,000 or so tons, or 2,000 or 10,000 tons of cocoa bats. So what am I going to do with it? I think this is what I'm going to do. I have to actually build storehouses so I can keep all of this in. This is a man who exceeded his goals. And yet Jesus called him a failure. You can achieve all your goals in life. And in the sight of God, you are still a failure. Success is not just about attaining goals. A wise man said this. He says success is not merely getting what you want, but wanting what you got after you get it. Somebody say success. It's not just about getting what you want. Say it aloud. Success is not merely about getting what you want. But wanting what you get after you got it. Yeah. Would you like what you have when you receive it? Will you be happy with it? Will you be comfortable with it? Will you be fulfilled with that? There are many people who strive so hard to attain certain things only to get it. And they are like, ah. So was this all this is about? 
Some people struggle to travel, travel, travel. They get to the destination and they are like, was it really all that this is about? Some people study so hard to attain certain degrees. And when they get it, they ask, was it all this is about? Life must be bigger or more meaningful than this. He has seen that his goals. So number one, success is not just about attaining desirable goals. Number two, from the same man's life. Success is not the acquisition of possessions. Success is not just the acquisition of possessions. If you look at the man again, Jesus said, he told a parable and the meaning of the parable was to establish this. He made the statement after which he gave the parable. And the parable was supposed to be a further explanation to the statement he made. He didn't want to speak plainly. So after he made a general point, rather than for people to misquote him, he just changed it into a parable and he began to speak. The Bible says, he said, take heed and beware of covetousness. You know what covetousness is? It means you want to get and get and get and get and get and get. That you so want to get that even the ones that are not yours, you want to get it. You have a car, but you want this kind of car. You have a house, you want this kind of house. You are always in a getting mood. Never satisfied with anything. That is the spirit of covetousness. And the Bible says, take heed and beware of covetousness. Be careful about covetousness. And then he makes a very important statement. He says, a man's life. Somebody say, a man's life. life. Say, my life. My life life. is not just a function of what I possess. In fact, it's the least form of resistance. The least form of resistance is to exist for things. That's the least form of resistance. You have not started living until you can live without things. Success is not the acquisition of material possessions. It's good to have them. We've already talked about the fact that good success is comprehensive success. God does not want you to be poor. But when you prosper, don't prosperity must be the means to an end. It's not the end. Praise God. Success is not just about getting things. Getting this car, getting that car. It's all great. But success is much bigger than that. Good success, for that matter, is not the attainment of a position or status in life. There are some people, there's a certain position they have in mind. Once I get there, then I know I have succeeded. You will get there only to discover that there is still another place you want to get to. Success is not the attainment of a position or a status or a title in life. The disciples of Jesus came to him. They said, who is the greatest in the kingdom? Who is more famous? Who is more popular? Who is the famous preacher? Who is the most popular preacher? Who is the most uh, listened to preacher? Who is the most watched preacher? That these were things they were talking about. It was a hot debate. Who will be the greatest in the kingdom? In fact, James and John actually came to him in Mark chapter 10, verse 35 to 37. He says, Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him saying, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? Then they said, Grant us that we may sit. Somebody said, We may sit. One on your right hand and the other on your left in your glory. So these were guys who thought success is about where you sit. Where you live. If you are at Trasaco Valley, you are successful. Where you stay. The kind of car you drive. The status you have in life. Your status in society. People thought that that is how success is defined. But none of these gives us a proper definition of good success. None of these things. None of these things. None of these things. 
you can attain all the position there is to get. If you are not in the position God ordained you to be, you are a failure. So no matter the position you get in life, the question is, is that the position God will have you be? That's success. Because that's where you find true fulfillment. That's where you find true meaning. That's where you find true joy. And that's where you will know true success. It's my prayer and desire that you would experience true success. Amen. You will discover and fulfill your destiny. Amen. You will have good success. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. As the revelation about good success hit your spirit and is embraced and actively engaged as if you walk in the manifestation of good success. Some people are failed around you. You won't be a failure. You will not be a failure. You will stand out in your generation. You will fulfill your purpose in your generation. You will finish your assignment and serve God in your generation. So it shall be in your life. As you are blessed. Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services at our headquarters church, 6.45 a.m. to 8 a.m. for our first service, 8.30 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. for our second service, and 10.15 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. for our third service, and on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. Locate us on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santati Runabout, Kumasi. Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on our YouTube and Facebook pages, Embassy of Life Chapel. God richly bless you. Oh, Lord, 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 Lord.